The Old Testament reading is the basis for the sermon. A reading from Ezekiel. The hand of the Lord came upon me, and he brought me out of, by the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. There were very many lying in the valley, and they were very dry. He said to me, Mortal, can these bones live? I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones, and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. I I will lay sinews on you, and, and will cause flesh to come upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded, and, I, and as I prophesied, suddenly there was a noise, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, mortal, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. I prophesied as he had commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood at their feet a vast multitude. Then he said to me, Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up, and our hope is lost. We are cut off completely. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves. O my people, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves. O my people, I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. And I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, has spoken and will act, says the Lord. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit. Come into our lives bringing life. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, from the first congregation at Our Saviors, my opening story rated a D minus. So let's see if you like it any better. A woman wrote to the Catholic Digest telling about her six year old grandson. Their pastor had died, and a retired priest was a temporary replacement. And one day the priest announced that the bishop would be sending a new young priest directly from seminary. And when her grandson heard this announcement, he told his parents when the new priest came, he would not be going to Mass. What are you talking about, his parents wanted to know. And the boy replied, when they get the priest directly from the cemetery, I'm staying home. Oh, thank you. You laughed. (laughs) 
It's like, what, C plus maybe? Yeah. A B, okay. So Ezekiel begins his story. Ezekiel gets bounced around a lot in the book. God seizes him and brings him and sets him down in the middle of a desert. Ezekiel doesn't have a choice. In fact, Ezekiel's grabbed by God and moved from place to place quite often. In one instance, Ezekiel goes from Israel to Babylon and back to Israel. But this story, he's it in a desert, and it's full of bones. Sort of sounds like the tar pits in California, where there are bones upon bones, but they're not necessarily dry bones. This is dry bones. And the way that the text is written, they are dry bones that happened from a war long ago. And the war took place, and the enemy overcame them, and they were left unburied in the desert. So the text is leading us to think of a war where they lost and where the bones were scattered. And so God asked, Mortal, can these bones live? What's Ezekiel supposed to say? He's thinking, probably, dry bones, living? No way. But he answers God, O Lord, you know. It might have met, God, only you know, since as far as I'm concerned, dry bones are not going to pop to life. And if they do pop back to life, I don't want to be around to see it. Or, Ezekiel might have thought, if you, God, ask a foolish question like that, and you give me an opportunity to answer, my experience says dry bones are dead, and life doesn't happen in dry bones. But God doesn't leave it there. God says to Ezekiel, you're going to preach a sermon. I'm going to tell you what the sermon says, and you're going to preach it to the congregation of dry bones. O oh, dry bones, hear the words of the Lord. I can honestly say I have never had a congregation full of dry bones. They always laugh at me too much. But Ezekiel says, yes, Lord, I'll do that. And he preaches. 
And he says, I will cause the spirit to enter you and you shall live. And I will lay sea winds on you and cause flesh to come upon you and cover you with skin and put spirit in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am God. Ezekiel preaches that message. And the answer is uh, just creepy, right? Now, I know you all got a song running in your head right now, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry about that, but that's the way it goes. Creepy. There's a noise. The bones began popping out of the desert sand, and they're flying together. And then sewens are crawling up on them, and then flesh, and then skin. And then you've got a whole field of good-looking zombies. There is no life. So God speaks again. And he tells Ezekiel, prophecy to the spirit or to the wind, O mortal, and say, God, come from the four winds, O spirit, and breathe upon the slain that they may live. And the breath came into them, and they were a vast number. The story is astounding. It's good news. But it doesn't make sense yet. We need those last four verses. Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. So it's a story about a people. A people who were captured and exiled into Babylon in 597 B.C. Ezekiel was probably among them. And that defeat left them in despair and hopelessness. But these last four verses have a promise. The third time Ezekiel is asked to prophesy, and he says, Thus says God, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from the graves, O my people, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. From bones to graves. But the meaning is the same. There is hope. Even though the people are far from their home, the people are landless, the people are kingless, they do not have temple, and they do not have priests. But God has not forgotten them. I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live. And I will place you on your own soil, and you know that I am God. So what does that mean for us? I think it means that all of us, 
have our own valley of dry bones. We have circumstances or we have relationships or our community or our groups are being torn apart and falling apart. We have families shattered by betrayal and anger and abuse and addiction. We have churches divided over theology or worship style or ministry goals. We have a country separated by politics and by rhetoric and by color and by refusal to even hear one another. We are in a valley of dry bones. But we have hope. We are like the people that Ezekiel is talking to. We can be restored. In a little while, we're going to use the word resurrection. But in this text, it's restored being reconciled to each other, being reconciled to God in a way that communities and families and country and God desires us to be. Dry bones look like death. But that's not the final word. The final word is, I will bring you up out of your graves and give you life and give you your land. So Ezekiel explains, I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. Again and again and again he makes that point. I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. God's spirit, God's wind from the four corners, God's spirit, everything is possible. We are more than just flesh and blood. We are children of God and we have life. We have spirit within us. There's nothing that can separate us from God's love. And so for us, on this fifth Sunday of Lent, we are in our Lenten journey, and we are looking very soon at Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday, and then the Resurrection. We may feel like dry, breathless, hopeless, despairing people lying in our graves. But that's not the reality. The reality is God's Spirit is within us. And we have hope now and forever. Amen.